good God, holy God, revealing God, be with us now. Amen. As an adoptive mom, I wanted desperately to have my children know their beginnings. I wanted to share with them as much as I knew about their stories of origin, who they were, how they came to be. It was important for me to be a truth teller in their lives. And so as we began our journey together, with a mini cataloging of our grateful remembrance. I told them our family story, how we came to be, what God was doing and had done in our lives. I told them way before they could understand it. I told them as they napped in my arms, as I pushed them in a stroller in the park, as they learned to walk. I told them as they grew. At times, I'd use the words of others until I could find my own Jamie Lee Curtis's tell me again about the night I was born was an easy favorite. I'd share the facts, anything that I knew, and end with a snippet of a story that went something like this. You come from love. You have a relationship with God, your creator. Jesus is your friend, always on your side. We're on your side too. We're so glad you're here, so happy that God said yes to the dream of you and that we get to be a part of it. God has a plan for your life. These were for me the essentials, right? The, this is what you need to know. Because everyone needs a foundation, a story of their beginnings. And this was ours. It's how we got to know each other and trust each other, how they got to know God and hear the invitation to a relationship with Jesus, how they got to anchor themselves in a particular kind of story a story of love. Stories are important. Today's exploration of the revealing God, the God who shows God's self in the Eucharist, begins with one such story. This one, specific and detailed, a salvation story. So we're picking up right after our reflection on the holy God. And so it reads, we give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you have made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all in the word made flesh, Jesus, your son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the savior and redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. God is revealed through remembrance of this story. God is known to us in and through the mystery of creation, in the call 
of the people Israel to be God's own in the words and poetry of the prophets and in Jesus, God's son given to us in flesh as the child of Mary, the God bearer. God is revealed as good and holy and God is revealed in story as credible and incredible experiences and encounters, events as recounted throughout history. And so we begin with the generative act of creation and all the mystery that that accompanies it, that accompanies it as the first act in the history of salvation. So begins the origins of the world, the conception of the universe. Heaven and earth are pulled out of chaos. God Most High brings into being planets, bodies of water, every living and created thing. This God initiates, crafts something out of nothing. God comes to us through God's own creation, all of it, and reveals to the human mind a level of understanding through these created things. Richard Rohr says that the first foundation of any true religious seeing is learning how to see and love what is. Learning how to see and love what is. And that inner knowing of an invisible essence, of an all-powerful, sentient, and alive God is made known to us as we experience all that is before us all that is birthed from the womb of a universe dreamed of by God. Next, God reveals God's self to us through relationship. In the Eucharist, we remember the calling of Israel to be God's people, the Abrahamic covenant. We remember the God who would go on to bring Israel out of Egypt, liberating them from oppression. We see in this story a covenant-making and relational God. This is the God who says, I will be your God, a God who comes alongside, a God we can trust. God also reveals God's self in God's words spoken through the prophets. Prophets point us to God. Through word and deed, they compel us to do justly, love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. And not just the prophets of old, God speaks to us today through the anointed vision of modern day prophets. These modern day truth tellers urge us toward a different world. Prophets remind us that in the beginning was the word and that evil is not eternal. They point us to the covenant's demand. Sometimes, they sound a lot like that friend that tells us a truth we aren't ready to hear. They help us maintain our witness, drill us down on those core values. Prophets remind us of the both and of life, the consistent erosion of evil, and the pockets of beauty and wholeness. And without quavering, they tell us of love's command. Without mincing words, they tell us of the cost what we stand to lose. Prophets want us to see. God uses them to help tell the story of choose ye this day. 
Prophets call a thing a thing and press us to be about, in word and deed, justice. They tell us again and again and again that the truth will set us free. This relationship, this story, is rooted in a God who came to us as the word made flesh, God's own son, Jesus. This son, Jesus, is the word made flesh that dwelt among us, who took on our human nature, who became a man. The creator and creating God puts on flesh, stepping into God-created time and space and writes God's self into the story. God makes God's self known through flesh and blood and is revealed to us in the body, through our senses and awareness. The good and holy God, the creative agency that sparked the beginning of the world is in fact this one and the same divine person. God reveals God's self to us through Jesus and in doing so reveals and supplies our need. And this Jesus reveals who God is, God's nature, God's character. And we remember Mary, the God-bearer. Jesus is sent to us incarnate from the Virgin Mary. We remember God's presence and power revealed in the mystery of this miracle. We are reminded of an angel and the whispered words to a young girl. Mary's original yes. We remember her complex situation, Mary the unwed mother, her bond with Elizabeth and the miraculous conception and birth of John. We remember Mary's song as she sings of the great reversals and leveling that would be signs of her son's mission and movement in the world. We remember Joseph. Mary's son would walk towards us. Jesus would deliver us from evil, make us worthy to stand before God. In Jesus, we have been brought out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, and out of death into life. We're reminded of our baptismal covenant, the promises we made to live out our faith with this good, with this good and holy God. As they've grown into adults, that little story I shared has become my own whispered prayer. Words I believe are embedded in the deepest part of my children. You are a miracle of creation. You come from love itself. Jesus is your friend. All life, your life began as a big fat yes. God has a plan for your life. It's a simple story, a seed of remembrance, one they can recall and draw from as they leave the nest, begin their own journeys. God is revealed in story, in the ever-expanding arc of their personal histories and in the visible threads that over time have inextricably grafted us together. God's revelation to us in creation through the call of Israel, the prophets, the promised Messiah, Jesus, and his mother Mary are the stories we hold on to, our faith foundation. God is revealed in this memorial, this story, 
And in remembering, we hear God tell us what God wants us to know. God tells us who and whose we are, reveals God's self in the plan designed with our good in mind. Our centuries-old understanding of God has been tried and tested. In recounting our salvation history, God's story as revealed to us is preserved. We remember and tell what God has done and trust what God is doing. It is our grateful remembrance. We draw from it when we need it, especially when we need to see God. Amen. I'll invite you to a time of silence where you can sit with just a simple thought or question. And so I shared my family's little grateful remembrance, a little snippet I crafted over time as I prayed over my children and prayed with them. So I'd like to give you a moment to start beginning to craft your own. What is your story of grateful remembrance? How have you seen God showing up, doing the thing God said God would do? Take a moment. Just begin crafting your story. Your story of grateful remembrance. Thank you. 